0: Wajahur, Reckoner of Times and Seasons, was confused. Holding a charcoal drawing stick in his hand, he stood halfway down the tomb's unfinished hallway. He wiped his hand against his white linen kilt, leaving behind a black smudge. His frail body quivered slightly as he stretched himself to examine the hieroglyphs drawn along the top edge of the wall. His own hand had drawn them, he was sure, He was, after all, scribe of the company of gods, high priest for the god Thoth. He had been drawing hieroglyphs all of his life. He recognized his work. But the hieroglyphs were wrong. Where he had meant to draw the symbol for eternity, he had instead drawn the hieroglyphs for a hundred lifetimes. Wajahur shook his head. A hundred lifetimes was a long time. A very long time. One lifetime was proving to be too long and wearisome for him. There was no one left alive from his youth. His children had grown old and passed on. Their children were growing old now. And still he lingered in the two lands, a tired old man ready to make the final journey to cote He sighed. A hundred more lifetimes would be enough for him. But the Book of the Dead called for eternity and kanak vizier to king joser ruler of the two lands deserved nothing less the inscription over the false door must invite kanak to pass through it to the fields of reeds for eternity not for a hundred lifetimes as they were drawn now the symbols created a doorway that would open after the passage of 5000 years what had he been thinking he picked up a rag to wipe away the incorrect symbols Down the long hallway, at the entrance to the tomb, the boy, who had been holding the reflecting disc, sneezed. The polished brass plate the boy was holding jiggled, making the sunlight that angled into the tomb swirl. Wajahur gave a small gasp at the illusion of motion. Putting his hand on the wall to steady himself, he dropped the rag. As he bent to pick up the dirty cloth, he felt a wave of dizziness as if he were spinning like a dancer at one of Ra's festivals. Squatting, he leaned against the wall and waited for the feeling to pass. These moments of unease had started several floods ago. At first he had thought they were harbingers of his own passage, to the field of reeds, like ibises flying before the great flood, but they had proven to be merely another annoyance, another burden added to the weight of his long life. Breathing slowly and deeply, he waited for the world to stop spinning around him. Then he stood, charcoal smudge cloth in hand, and tried to remember what he had been doing. It had seemed important, but now it was gone. Shaking his head in frustration, he turned to walk toward the light. Tim had an unsettling premonition that something fundamental was about to change. "'Earlier, after the wall had slid back into place inside the tomb, "'he had waited a few minutes to be sure the taxi driver and guard "'had not found a way to follow him. "'Then he had pulled the plastic toothpick from his Swiss Army knife "'and wedged it into the nearly invisible crack "'at the top of the section of wall that had opened for him. "'It had taken only a minute to see that Brian and Diane "'were not in this section of the tomb.' During that time Tim had felt a strange lightness settle over him, as if the air were richer and cleaner. The hallway he had found himself in was different from the other parts of the tomb. Although most of the paintings were unfinished, the outlines were cleaner and stronger. The scenes that were painted seemed artificially bright and vivid, as if they had been painted yesterday. They looked as if paint would come away on his fingers if he touched them, and the floor here was clean, as if it were swept on a regular basis. He had followed the corridor toward the morning light and stepped outside the tomb to see a naked man with a stone hammer standing under a small palm-topped canopy made of four poles stuck into the sand. Near him a boy crouched by some papyrus rolls. One of them was unfurled, showing a baboon. The sky above them and the desert beyond them was vast and empty.